Ben Steph Curry with the shot. Ben cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 98 of Curry in the Pot. I'm back again, ladies and gentlemen. I'm back again with another episode. And if you missed my last episode with the lovely, the homie, Takira Carter, we did an episode just uh, at the beginning of this week. I released it. And it was talking strictly WNBA. And I strongly encourage everybody that's a part of my audience to please watch the WNBA. It's a great league. There's a bevy of talent. And they need viewership. The viewership that they get, it doesn't do the product justice because it's a great product it's a really good league and i'm not just saying this just to say it or just because you know i really do like the wnba i think it's a good league i really if you if you love me just go watch the wnba man it's a lot of talent and the mystics especially if you're in the dmv area the mystics as of right now at this present moment they are the best team in the dmv obviously you know we got the caps who just won a stanley cup uh, a couple of years ago we got the washington nationals who are a really good team uh the wizards and eh, redskins and eh, but the mystics are a really good team and dc united is good too but the mystics as of right now in my opinion you know some can argue caps but the mystics are the best team to me right now in this area professional team so if you love me man if you love curry in the pot i really really encourage you to go watch the wnba and also washington mystics forward elena deladon was named the 2019 mvp so shout out to elena uh if you missed the last episode me and takira also talked about how elena deladon is the first wnba player in the history to be a part of the 50 40 90 club if you don't know what the 50 40 90 club is you know your casual listener is to shoot 50 percent from the field 40 percent from the three-point line and 90 percent at the free throw line and elena deladon shot a very impressive 97 percent at the free throw line so i really encourage everybody to go check out the good product uh, we're in the midst of the semifinals. The Mystics are hosting the Aces. They have a one nothing lead in the series. Uh, and, it, you know, the Aces are a really good team. Mystics were the best regular season team. And we also have the Sparks and the Connecticut Sun. For those who don't know, the Sparks is Candace Parker's team. And I really encourage people to go check it out. I really do. But I want to move on. And I want to talk NFL. But before I get into last week's picks, which I did amazing on. I did amazing on the picks last week. I want to just talk about a lot of the storylines that we have currently in the NFL. We have big Ben Roethlisberger go down. He is out for the season with an elbow injury. Uh, that's a big blow for the Steelers, a team that I picked to win their division. And that's a big blow, a huge blow. Big Ben Roethlisberger going to be a Hall of Famer. He is out for the season. Mason Rudolph is going to step in, and he's going to be the starter for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I like them coming out of Oklahoma State. You know, he finally, you know, gets an opportunity. So, shout out to Mason Rudolph. I hope he relishes this moment. Uh, next up, we also have, also on the Steelers, they did acquire Minka Fitzpatrick. They had to give up a first to do so. I don't know. I don't know how good of a move this is going to be because the Steelers might be a really bad team. This pick could potentially be top 10. And the Dolphins could have another top 10 pick. I don't believe in their organization, but can't mess up too many times if you have another really high pick and this pick could potentially be high i'm not saying it will be but it's a little bit of a risk but i do like minka he's a good player so you know that's good value you get a first back for a player so i guess it's a good move for both teams but i don't know 
moving on, we got Drew Brees, who was also going to miss six weeks, potentially with a thumb injury. Uh, he got hurt in that Rams game, and the Rams just blew him out after that. Teddy Bridgewater was never really able to get anything going. Even when Drew Brees was playing, the Saints offense wasn't really able to get anything going. That's another storyline. We also have Jalen Ramsey, one of the best cornerbacks in the league. In my opinion, he's the best cornerback in the league. Y'all know that's my guy, Jalen Ramsey. I always say, don't throw it Jalen's way. I love Jalen Ramsey. Uh, he has reportedly demanded a trade away from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Crazy thing is, the Jaguars have a home game tonight against the Titans, and they say he should be traded by Friday. Some of the front runners for Jalen Ramsey's services include the Kansas City Chiefs, the Eagles, and the Seahawks. I'm going to just say this right here, man. I said this yesterday on Twitter. If the Chiefs get Jalen Ramsey, they have a fan. And I'm talking about me. They have a fan. And for those who know me very well, I've been on the Chiefs wagon for a minute. And this is, you know, when they drafted Patrick Mahomes. But, I, you know, when they had Alex Smith, they were solid, too. No, they were, you know, like a perennial playoff team. But if they get Jalen Ramsey, they will have, like, three of my favorite players. Mahomes, Ramsey, Tyreek Hill. Man. <laughs> Man. That would be huge. But uh, those are just some of the storylines. It's like, it's like I said, it's a lot happening in the NFL. It's a lot going on. And you're starting to see star players want to control their destiny, wanting to control where they play, sort of like the NBA. I don't think the NFL will ever get like that because it's just too many players. The NBA, you don't have nearly as many players, and the NBA is more star-driven than the NFL is. But I want to move on to last week's picks, and like I said, I did amazing on the picks. I was 13-3. Week one, I was 12-3-1. So shout out to me. I was a little nervous about these picks because... Like, it could have went south. It was a lot of games that I viewed as toss-up games, but they obviously bounced my way. But uh, let's recap them. So last Thursday, one of the few games that I got wrong was the Buccaneers and the Carolina Panthers. This was the Panthers' second loss of the season. This was also their second home loss of the season. And uh, Cam Newton's possibly going to miss week three. It looks like the Panthers are geared up to start their backup QB. So, but to talk about last week, uh, final score was 20 to 14 bucks and it was also uh, the first time we had four Heisman QBs four African-American Heisman QBs go on and face each other Jameis versus Cam and then you had Kyler Murray versus Lamar Jackson so you know pretty incredible stuff but the Buccaneers did win that game 20 to 14 uh, Cam to me he's sort of on the decline he was 25 or 51 passing um, he just got to get healthy he's just not right and, yeah, the Buccaneers, they did what they were, uh, you know, able to do. They shut down Christian McCaffrey to a degree. Sunday slate, we had the Cowboys taking on the Redskins. It hurt me to pick against my Redskins, but I just don't, I just don't see how they're going to be successful this year. You got Jay Gruden having a beef with Adrian Peterson, benching him in week one, making him a healthy scratch. It's just a lot of dysfunction, a lot of injuries. The Redskins have, like, seven players on IR. Dominic rogers Cromati joined the list. Uh, just yesterday, and the Redskins are sort of, I don't know, 
not even sort of dysfunctional because they've been dysfunctional. I know a lot of fans are just waiting and counting down the days for Jay Gruden to be fraught, be fired. I was gonna say fried. <laughs> uh, waiting for Jay Gruden to be fired. But let me give some credit to the Cowboys. Let me give some credit to Dak Prescott, who I'm not really high on. Uh, he was 26 out of 30 against the Redskins, did throw a pick, but it bounced off the hands of Randall Cobb and right into the hands of Monte Nicholson. But Dak has been playing really good. I know you can say he's been playing, you know, weaker opponents, but he's been he's been playing good. He looks good so far. Ezekiel Elliott, 23 carries for 111 yards. As I'm looking, <laughs> as I'm looking through the rest of the statistics, another thing that bothers me with the Redskins is I love I love Ohio State, but Devin Smith, who has not caught an NFL pass since 2016, had a 51-yard touchdown against the Redskins, and Josh Norman was covering him. I don't know if it was miscommunications or what have you, but certain stuff like that just doesn't make sense. Joke organization, joke team. Only bright spot on the Redskins offense looks to be like scary Terry McLaurin, and that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> Next game, we had the Packers and the Vikings. Final score in that game was 21-16. to 16. Um, This game was interesting. The Packers jumped out on them early. I believe it was 21 to nothing. I know it was at least 14 and nothing at the end of one. But I think it was 21 to nothing. And it only ended up being 21 to 16. The Vikings actually had a chance to win. Kirk Cousins... He, Late in the game, he made a horrible throw, and he threw it into into traffic. It was just a bad throw on first and goal, too. Dalvin Cook was running the rock really well. He should have just gave it to him or just flat out threw the ball out of bounds. He maybe even take the sack, but to throw a pick, a costly interception on first and goal was just bad, and that's just the legend of Kirk Cousins. That's just who he is. Aaron Rodgers in that game on the flip side, he had two TDs. Aaron Jones had a buck 16 on the ground. He had a TD. Devontae Adams had seven catches for a buck 08. And the Packers were able to get it done. 21-16 final score. Next game. This was a game I picked correctly, by the way. Next game, Colts-Titans. I said last week to keep an eye out on this game. This was one of the many games I said keep an eye out on. And... The Titans' problems continue. They cannot beat the Colts. They couldn't beat them when Andrew Luck was here. They can't beat them now. Jacoby Brissett, which I said, isn't a bad QB. These are real players on the Colts' team. Jacoby Brissett, T.Y. Hilton, Marlon Mack. These are real players on the defense. Darius Leonard. There's some real players on this Colts' roster. Final score in this game was 19-17. This is why I'm always iffy about the Titans. You just never know. I feel like they lose games they shouldn't, and that's why they've been 9-7 the last three years. Next game, we had the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Oakland Raiders. Final score was 28-10. I got a shout-out to my guy Patrick Mahomes, Patrick LeVon Mahomes II, who had like 270-something yards in the second quarter alone. Alone? All four of his touchdowns were in the second quarter. I got a little worried, but then I remember this is the Raiders we're talking about. Because the Raiders jumped out on a 10-0 lead and they never scored again. Chiefs put up 28 on answer. Should have put up some more. But hey, they got it done. And they will play the Raiders next week. I mean the Ravens, I'm sorry. That should be a really good game in week three. One of the best games on the week three slate. Next game, we had the 49ers taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. And this was an absolute blowout. Jimmy Garoppolo threw three TDs. Uh Matt Breida. He had a buck 21 on the ground. Raheem Mostert, Moister, I don't know how to say his last name. 
He had a good game. He had 13 carries for 83 yards. He even had some catches, two, three for 68. The 49ers did an excellent job of just spreading the ball around. This is why I love Kyle Shanahan and the great innovative mind that he is, the great young innovative mind that he is. He makes a lot of things happen. The Bengals aren't really a good team, but final score, 41 to 17. Next game, we had the Chargers and Lions. This was another game I got wrong, and I wish I would have changed my pick. Um, because I didn't even know till like Saturday, my dad was like, the Chargers have seven starters out. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. Um, but I thought they could get it done and they should have because they had a lead late in the game and the Lions ended up taking it back. But this was one of those tricky games. Like I said, it was another toss up game to me, but the Lions got it done. They are a good team at home. So, yeah, there you have it. 13-10 was the final score. Next game, Patriots-Dolphins. Going to be short and sweet. Final score, 43 to nothing. Antonio Brown and Tom Brady were able to hook up for a touchdown. AB had four catches for 56 yards. Uh, this game was never close. Patriots defense was probably the real story in this game. They had two touchdowns. <laughs> the Patriots defense had more touchdowns in this game than the Dolphins have had all season. Wow. Next game, Bills-Giants. Final score in this one was 28-14. The Buffalo Bills and the 49ers are starting off 2-0. I don't think anybody, I don't think many people could have clearly guessed this, but like I said, it's impressive. Uh, this was one of B. Jones' teams that he talked about on the NFL season preview. He liked the Bills a lot. Sorry, Zeke. Sorry about your Giants, but Daniel Jones will be starting next week. Uh, could it be the end of an era in New York? We will see. Next game. Seahawks and Steelers. This was a game I picked incorrectly. A uh, big Ben went down in this game. And I feel like I've been I feel like for some reason I never give Seattle the credit when it's due and I never give Russell Wilson his credit when it's due. Whatever, no matter what and who he has to throw the ball to, he just makes it Makes something out of nothing almost. Tyler Lockett had 10 catches. DK Metcalf had three catches for 61 yards and a TD. And it's just like sometimes he does it with nothing. But I like Russell Wilson. I love him. I got to give him more credit. He was sensational in this game. 29 out of 35 passing. Like I said, Big Ben went down in this game. Wasn't even playing really well when he was in the game. It's very unfortunate. But shout out to Seattle for getting it done. Next game. Ravens and Cardinals. This is a matchup I talked about briefly. Uh, Lamar Jackson has been look. He's been looking good. Uh, shout out to Lamar. I love him. And just shout out to the Ravens for getting it done. I, I love Lamar. I've been high on Lamar ever since he was at Louisville. He did it. He did it. You know, passing and on the ground. Two TDs passing. He had 120 yards on the ground. I love what I've been seeing from him in his second year. Just his progression, and he's. I feel like he's only going to get better and better. Shout out to my guy Lamar. Kyler Murray, he had a solid game. Ravens were able to win this game. Next game, Texans Jaguars. This was a really, really close game. Final score in this one was 13 to 12. All I can say about this game is Houston got to get my guy Deshaun Watson some protection. They have to. He was sacked four times in this game. They gotta, they gotta help my guy out. Final score though, 13 to 12. Next game, Bears Broncos. This was another game I said to watch out for because the Broncos had a chance, and I feel like they were robbed. They called a an unnecessary roughness call 
on um, Bradley Chubb at the end of the game, which shouldn't have been called. I don't think that was a flag. And this is a game I said look out for. It's going to be really close. Final score, 16-14. to 14. Bears got it done. They will travel to D.C. and take on the Redskins on Monday Night Football. Next game, Rams-Saints. I talked about this one a little bit. Final score was 27-9, to 9, Rams. It just, Saints were never really able to get it done when Drew Brees was on the field and when he was off. They were just never really able to make anything happen. And that was pretty much the game right there. Rams, they, they played really good. Next game, Eagles-Falcons, the Sunday night cap. I was I was in tune to this game. This was a nice game. Um, Julio Jones had a, a nice screen catch. It was on fourth and three, and he was able to take it to the house for like 50 yards. Nelson Aguilar had a big drop in this game uh, towards the end. And uh, the Eagles lost a couple of receivers in that game. Deshaun Jackson, he went down. My guy, D. Jackson, is going to be out for a couple of weeks. Alshon Jeffrey also went down. I don't know his status for Sunday, but I don't think I have a feeling he's not playing. But he also went down in that game. Uh, but the Falcons got it done. This was a game I picked correctly. So shout out to Atlanta. And then the Monday night cap was an ugly game. This game was it was ugly. Twenty two to three was weird. Um, Trevor Simeon, the Jets backup, he went down. Luke Falk had to step in. It was just bad. It was just really really bad. Uh, but yeah, let's wrap up this. Like I said, I only got three games wrong. It was the Bucks Panthers game, the Steelers Seahawks game, and the Lions Chargers game were the only three games that I picked incorrectly. Moving right along, let's go look at week three. And I feel like I don't know. I think you know picking these games might be a little hard too. We do have the Thursday nighter, and. The first game of the week of week three is going to be the Jags hosting the Titans. Now, when these two teams play, it's always like an ugly, sloppy, scary curse. <laughs> Just a trash game. And I think it's going to be low scoring. A Gardner Minshew is the quarterback for the Jaguars. But I like the Titans to win this one. So I'm going with Tennessee. We all know about Jalen Ramsey demanding a trade because I just told you. But if you didn't know, <laughs> I just told you. But. Most, most, most of you guys already knew. Next game, the Sunday slate. We have the Bills hosting the Bengals. The Bills look to go 3-0. And I think they will go 3-0. I'm going with the Bills to win this one. Next game, Eagles-Lions. I think this game is going to be close. Closer than a lot of people think. Um, I just mentioned Deshaun Jackson is going to be out. I don't know about all Sean Jeffrey's status. But I'm rolling with Philly. I think they're going to get it done. And I feel like they need to get it done. So I'm rolling with Philly. Next game, we have the Patriots hosting the Jets. Uh, I'm going with the Patriots. Just talked about the Jets are down to their third-string quarterback. And they had a bevy of injuries in the Monday nighter. Quentin Williams didn't play. C.J. Mosley didn't play. I don't know about their statuses in week three. Obviously, I have to come to you guys a little earlier than normal. But I'm rolling with the Patriots. I just don't see how they lose, especially at Foxborough. Next game. Vikings and the Raiders. I think this game might be a little closer than people think, too. Um, but the Vikings are at home. So, and they're pretty good at home. So I'm gonna grow, I'm gonna roll with Minnesota. Next game, we have the Chiefs hosting the Ravens. This is the Chiefs' first game at home for the season. This is their home opener. And I think it's gonna be really loud and crazy at Arrowhead. As it always is, it's gonna be lit. 
Uh, the Chiefs did play their first two games on the road at Jacksonville at Oakland. I like them to get it done in front of their home fans. And it should be a good game because they're hosting the Ravens, a team that's no slouch. But somebody has to lose their first game, and I'm picking the Ravens to lose their first game. Uh, the Chiefs will be without left tackle Eric Fisher. This is a bit of a blow, but I like them at home. I like them at Arrowhead. I'm rolling with KC. Next game, Colts-Falcons. This is another toss-up game. I'm a bit iffy, but um, I'm going to roll with Atlanta. I'm taking Atlanta. Next game, Packers and Broncos. I'm rolling with Green Bay. I feel like Green Bay is like my team for the year. It's like, it's like I really like them this year. It's like can't really explain it. I just feel like this is a team that I'm like really, really rooting for. So I'm rolling with Green Bay to win this one. I like them over Denver. Next game, Cowboys and Dolphins. Not going to spend too much time on this. The Dolphins are awful. They are benching Ryan Fitzpatrick and starting Josh Rosen, the second-year QB out of UCLA. But I'm rolling with the Cowboys. like them to go 3-0. Next game, Bucks giants This one is a bit of a toss-up, too. Daniel Jones getting his first start. Sterling Shepard may play. That is a boost. Mm. Give me... I'm going to take the Bucks. I'm going to take the Bucks, especially if they can contain Saquon Barkley the way they contain Christian McCaffrey. But we'll see. I don't know. I don't know about this game. Keep an eye out on this game. Don't watch it, but keep an eye out on it. <laughs> Next game, Cardinals and the Panthers. Um, Panthers, it's looking like they're, pre- they're prepping to be without Cam Newton. Uh, so, for that reason alone, I'm inclined to take the Cardinals. I'm going to take Arizona. Arizona at home as well. Next game, 49ers-Steelers. The 49ers look to go 3-0. and And we know about Big Ben. He's out for the season. James Conner, he's banged up too. Sam Fran has looked good in these first two games. And I like them to go 3-0 and at Levi Stadium. I like them at home. Next game, Seahawks versus Saints. I like Seattle. I like them at the 12th man. I like them at home. Really, really tough to beat them there. Teddy Bridgewater will be getting the start. It's just the Saints offense that it hasn't looked dynamic. And, you know, you got Pete Carroll, great, uh, great head coach in mind. I think he's going to, you know, be able to contain Alvin Kamara, going to be able to contain Michael Thomas. Just the offense that hasn't looked dynamic. I'm rolling with Seattle. Next game, Chargers, Texans. This one is another one of those games. But I'm rolling with Houston. I like Houston. Next game, the Sunday night or Sunday night cap. It's the Browns and the Rams. This one should be interesting. And I think it's going to be a good game. But I'm going to roll with the LA Rams. Next game, the final game. We got the Bears and the Redskins. Ooh. The Redskins are like 1-6 or 1-8 in their last such and such Monday night games in the past five years. Mm. I don't know, man. But the good news is they are playing the Bears. The bad news is that Morgan Moses has to block Khalil Mack. Um, Donald Penn has to block, you know, Leonard Floyd. I don't know, man. John Allen should play for the Skins. Hmm. I'm going to take the Bears. I want the Skins to win, but I'm going to take the Bears. I I got to. And that's just about it. Those are all of my picks for week three. I'm going to read you my dad's picks really quick. Um, 
and as I'm reading, we have all of the same games except for the Chargers and Texans and the Redskins and Bears. So he has the Chargers and he has the Redskins. So, hey, interesting. But uh, yeah, I'm going to wrap this thing up. I want to thank everybody for listening. As I said at the beginning, please check out the WNBA. Please, please, please. If you love me, do it. <laughs> do it. And, uh, you know, I'm almost at episode 100. I'm trying to cook up something for you guys, something special. And hopefully I can. I really do got something that works. But I want to thank everybody that's been rocking with me. I want to thank all, all my people for just supporting me and rocking with me. Because I really try every week to put forth some great content. Even try to do something, a little change of pace episode. Something different for you guys. When I did the WNBA episode with Tykira Carter. If you missed that one, make sure you go check it out. I'm going to be here every week doing NFL predictions until the season is over. So you guys will hear from me every week. And uh, yeah, just want to thank everybody for supporting me, man. Really do appreciate it. So one last time, this is Mike Curry signing out. Episode number 98 is done. Peace.